Uh, Casey, what are we doing here? I can't dance. <laughs> the only thing about me is the intro song. I love it every time. Casey. We don't hate, we just do what we supposed to do. We drive them bus. <laughs> yeah, you wanna go get some soft food with me after this? Mm. <laughs> Like we could go to like a Golden Corral. I'm gonna get some mashed taters. <laughs> go to a Luby's and some mac and cheese. Yeah, dude. That sounds like a good Tom P. Paul party. <laughs> Welcome to Tell Friends, where we listen to the calls you leave at three or four or five one eight jams. Five two six seven jams. <laughs> I can't do it that way. It's so weird. Uh, I'm Casey. I've heard all these calls. My co-host is always is Bo. Hello. He hasn't heard any of these calls. Not a single damn one. We're not wasting an ounce of our energies here. We're going to go ahead and get it with call number one. All right. Hey, dudes. It's Rachel. Um, so I started a new job this year, which, you know, is its own. Like, Congratulations. Congratulations yeah. to you, Rachel. Um, but this job is off of um, a highway that's, like, pretty windy. <laughs> Lots of hills, and of course there's no public transportation, so I'm driving every day. Whereas last try, uh, last job, Bummer. I could just take the bus, which was fucking delightful. Um, but I what fucking uh, world do you live in where the bus is preferable to drive? Kind of weird when I was driving, like pretty close to my office, it was merging onto this weird highway, whatever it is. David lives lost um, highway. And somebody who I saw pull past me. Didn't, didn't have a vanity license plate, so Bo, sorry. It's, it's okay. part of Vanity uh, Plate Watch 2018. Plate Watch! But they did have Tibetan prayer flags strung up in their rearview mirror. Um, so, you know, I have a lot of questions. Like, one, why? Two, they had what? Hold like, on. Tibetan do they prayer not use oh. their rearview mirror? Is this something that's up there every day? Um was Prayer just flag. like they were transporting an art project and they wanted to huh. bring it. Or is it like a weird window decal that I couldn't tell the difference? Um, so, like, really, why do people put ridiculous things in their cars? Is that just like another way to express something akin to how you do in a vanity license plate, but you're just not paying the state and administrative fee to have it? Hmm. Who knows? Bye! Here's Bye. Here's, Bye. Here's, here's what I want to do, Rachel. I want to check back in with you about this specific topic in six months. When you've been fucking doing this long-ass commute every single day for so long, and you're spending so much time in your car that you just really want it to be like a comfortable place that you're in, right? Yeah, but but stuff hanging from the window. That seems mirror. dangerous, for sure. Yeah. But my question is, is where does... Uh, vanity stop for you, Bo. At what point <laughs> <Never. laughs> do you stop? Did, when you were younger, your first cars, did you feel like... Did you decorate it? Yeah. Like, had cool shit hanging from the wind, the rear view, or like fucking stickers all over it? Or? Oh, I didn't have stickers all over it. I had one sticker that I, I designed myself. 
Because uh-huh. I don't know, I've always been like kind of a dickhead about it where I like don't want to advertise somebody else's deal for some reason. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what band sticker I would put on my fucking car. And like, <laughs> you know, like when we were young gunners, like starting to drive and shit, like, the shit that was popular to stick on your car was like fucking like no fear stickers and like mean people suck stickers and it's like this is all dumb. Well, they made stuff me. for people of our taste. They had, every band had stickers. Yeah, but I was just sort of like, I don't know. I remember I put stickers on my car, and I remember the time I put on a Jane's Addiction sticker, and it was much larger than I had thought it was before Oof. I put it on there. And that's when the one I put on. I was like, no, not, never again. I can't go any further than this enormous Jane's Addiction curse of So when you put a Jane's Addiction sticker on your car, you were like, what I'm saying about myself is that I support Jane's Addiction, and I want the world to know it. I want my my people to know who I am. I want people to see me and go, look at that guy. I like them, too. I like that guy. I want... So do you think kids now have, like, stickers that just, like, SoundCloud URLs? (laughs) 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 Fucking just says dark web. (laughs) (laughs) Just says dark web. (laughs) Oh man, I I don't know. Yeah, I I guess maybe I feel silly about it. Like I don't know why I was like so resistant to that kind of thing. I just always wanted to be like a yeah moving target or something i always liked the, like the honing in i mean like okay this band's done enough now that i'm not embarrassed of them i can put their sticker on my car yeah but you you wouldn't put a james addiction sticker on your car now because no. of what dave navarro has become well not personally dave navarro <laughs> i think as a group they've made many wrong turns but mm-hmm. but at the time they were unimpeachable that's when they had the two albums or whatever yeah and then hadn't existed for yeah they were years. done for a while yeah you thought that's not when the bands didn't come back yeah do you think anybody has like a has? <laughs> do you think anybody was like, "All right, I'm ready," and then they put like a a one hot minute era Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, <laughs> ah. The oh, a thousand. I do though think that they're. I'm gonna put a Paul Tandy sticker on my truck. Fuck yeah! Just just as Paul Tandy. Mm-hmm. I'd be into that. The films of Paul Tandy. You know what would be dope is if you know like the fucking um. You know those, like, kind of, like, murals you can get for the back window of your truck? Mm-hmm. If you got one of those, but it was, like, a fucking exterior shot from There Will Be Blood, Ooh. that would be fucking dope, dude. Or the one of him just sitting there with the oil derrick in the, like, <laughs> off to the distance? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, him on a bowling alley and beating that guy <laughs> oh, to death. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about, I don't know, are we doing another plate watch today? No. Okay, because... We've got, I'm saving some. Okay. I saw three examples of my least favorite fucking vanity license plate mm-hmm. this week. And it's the goddamn T. The Texas license plate Not that has using the T. The and then they don't use the T. So no. uh, I saw T Stylin. I saw T Amazed. Doesn't make any sense. And then the fucking capper T G T F O H. Which, I, no. Unless you're saying, get the fuck out of here. Texas? Texas, get the fuck out of here? I saw one that said Parnica. Parnica. P-A-R-N-I-K-A. Weird. 
Parnica. 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 See, your fucking Fantasy Flight Suite's gotta be a solvable riddle. It's gotta be legible. Like, I gotta know like what you're talking about. It it's cool if I gotta figure it out for a second, but yeah, fuck, Like, man. that's the sweet spot. You don't yeah. wanna immediately look at it and know it. Yeah. Unless it's something like... Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an idiot. I saw I saw, I saw a Vanity License Plate the other day that said, uh, N-O-G-A-Z, right? Because it was a uh, Nissan Leaf. Uh. And I was like... Is this acceptable? Like, because we talked before about how if you have a fucking, like, I don't use gas license plate on your Tesla, I want to run you off the road. I'm a like, cutie. <laughs> I want to do the fucking police officer pit maneuver. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, that's bad. But a Nissan Leaf is like, that's a, like, a, like an inexpensive electric model. No, nah, like, man, it's still it's the same thing. It's, it's making the same joke, but without a, as big a wallet. It doesn't make a good I, joke. I think it's less offensive to me, though. I don't think so. I think it's just as dumb. Because with the Tesla, it's like it's just as unimaginative. Fair enough. It needs to take you a couple seconds to get it. I agree. I think that Rachel's. Or it's going to be immediately stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like really dumb. Yeah. Uh, I think that Rachel's going to find herself with all kinds of creature comforts and shit in her car that she never anticipated with a long commute. Yeah. Yeah, man. You end up just kind of like. It's kind of like a little office. You kind of like end up hanging out there. You'll get a lot more podcasting. Then. Yeah. You yeah. Because on the bus, you have to like pay attention to what's going on. You have to watch for other strangers like sitting in your sh- space. And, yeah, like, dude. I kind of. It's like, more exciting. Like I, I'd much prefer like to live a life where I didn't have to drive. Huh. I like the I like the meta I like the meditative aspect of like long trips. You know, see, I like the interaction of. Well, I like long trips. Yeah. I like driving on long trips. But yeah. Like the day to day. I think it's better to have like the interactive moments with the world. I don't know, man. There's a flu epidemic. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, there's always a fucking epidemic of something. <laughs> fucking get out there. <laughs> there's not always you a flu hermit. epidemic, and I don't always have a newborn kid. There's always something. Fair enough. Where are we going from here? Uh, blah, 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 segue. Color four. <laughs> Hey dude, it's Brendan. Brendan. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see uh, White Lightning today. White Lightning! Burt Reynolds flick. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. And it reminded me of a fun fact I learned on the Universal Studios um, studio tour back in the early 2000s. Burt <clears throat> uh, Reynolds from like 1973 to 77, something like that. Some four-year stretch in the 70s was the top-grossing male star those four years consecutively. I believe right? And the only other actor who had achieved that was Bing Crosby. Whoa. Um, I just thought it was interesting. And a good example of just how fucking popular that dude was in the 70s. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Bye. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you know why Burt Reynolds how he lost all his money? No. Burt Reynolds lost all of his money. Um by investing in a chain of restaurants. Ooh. He put like forty million dollars into this thing that he's like, this is gonna be the next Shoney's. And he like sunk everything into it. Some person talked him into putting everything mm-hmm. into it. Uh, you might have seen one of these restaurants in the 80s and 90s. You know how you get super wealthy? Uh, not doing shit not like that. Not gambling with <laughs> millions of dollars. 
the name of that restaurant? Po folks. Barf. I know. Fucking. <laughs> Bird didn't have one buddy. I'm saying nobody told him. Because it was like, in that era, it was like there was fucking Shoney's, there was Bob's Big Boy. Like, you know what I mean? There was like chains like that that were like hot. You know? Like that, like southern cooking shit. Oh yeah, I mean, and like I don't, I can see, but like yeah, I'll throw a, a couple mil towards three that. million dollars, sure. Yeah, but I was the biggest grossing movie star for four years. Created in the seventies, so you were making like Still, Will Smith twenty mil a picture. No, but I should had to add up. It had to. And all of his crazy endorsement deals that he had at that time. And that happened right at the same time that he, that everybody was like, we're over you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh. I just, it's like, it's a bitter irony that yeah. he lost all his money on a place called yeah. Poe Folks. Like, that sucks, Bert. Literally, he's kind of a dick, too. So, like. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, you know. I, he's another problematic ex-star of uh, Paul Tandy's Budgie Nights. Is he problematic? He's another one who's like, I don't know about doing this movie. I wouldn't have done this movie if I didn't have to, like, right after it came out. Well, I mean. He's probably being, like, he's probably being honest. Like, if he still had the $30 million. Well, then he got, like, nominated for, like, Best Supporting (laughs) Actor for Golden Globes. He's like, yeah, it's underprivilege. Yeah. I I wonder how much of Burt Reynolds, how much of our opinion of Burt Reynolds has been shaped by Norm MacDonald. Not enough. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? 100%? I think. 98%. Yeah. Because he made some watchable-ass movies, that dude. But here's my question. Is... If you could have one relatively simple thing for your life, yeah, that people always say about you when they see you, because like th- that's the Burt Reynolds trivia. You know, for four years in the seventies, right. he was the biggest star of the whole time. And people say that forever. He probably told a million people that for sure in the eighties. He ate on that in the eighties, I'm <laughs> sure. At Pofuck's. Yeah, <laughs> no, he did not. Because I did not go that far. <laughs> if you could have one thing that's like relatively substantial for your life. What would you have people say about you? Like how people are like with Ted Williams and shit. There's they're the best damn baseball player ever. Lived. I don't know, man. Yeah, not even the best of all time. But like, <sighs> what do I want to be well, known as? Do you know once he jumped over a ten foot wall running from an alligator? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, man. Fuck. Uh, what do you have one? Um, There's Bo. He once jumped out of a car going forty five miles per hour. Rolled, popped up, not a scratch on him. That was you. No, I was covered in blood. <laughs> and it was like 20 miles an hour. I don't know, man. I, It's so fucking chintzy these days, but like... There's Bo. One time he was <clears> in his backyard, hanging out with his dog, and a coyote got in and attacked his dog. And he picked it up and threw it over the fence. One time this lady jumped in the middle of the road while I was driving pretty fast down the road, and I like lightning fast reflex swerved out of the way it doesn't have to be true because <laughs> uh, i'm saying like in real life it's like all i give yeah. a fuck about right now is like there's Bo. he's an all right dad like <laughs> you know what i mean how exciting <laughs> but right what the fuck man i don't know so this is like uh, the like royal tenenbaum's gravestone yeah kind of, let me get back to you okay all right <laughs> it's Bo. he took out his own wisdom team <laughs> with a spoon God damn, dude. Getting your wisdom teeth removed is not a fun experience. So, you know how you exaggerate memories from your childhood? Yeah. Like, and you know for a fact this is the way it happened. That's the way you always tell the story. Mm-hmm. Because 
Yeah, you're a kid. That's what it looked like. I remember watching my dad cut a ward off his finger with a pocket knife. Nice. And it being the bloodiest, goriest thing I'd ever seen as a kid. <laughs> it usually doesn't bleed when you do something. Well, you gotta get down and get that root out of there. Yeah, like, yeah root, man. Yeah. It wasn't just like shaving it down. It was cutting it out. Crazy. Crazy. How's your old man? What is... Casey Pop, where are you at, dog? He's out there listening. Is he? I don't know who he is. Because it's been fucking like 40 episodes. <laughs> Can you call in already? <laughs> God damn. Do you think he's holding on to like the like call of a lifetime? <laughs> he's going to hit you with a stunner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I make a request, by the way? I just want to know if we could do another jam break like we did last episode. Yeah, sure. All right. You tell me when. I got jams coming up the ass right now. We'll, we'll do it after this person's piece of advice. Looking for advice, I think. Great. Aiming directly at you. And call number two. So, hello. Hi. I was just in Ecuador, and Whoa. it was amazing. Amongst some of the things in Ecuador are Panama hats. Sure, you're thinking, Panama hats, are they made in Panama? Panama City? No, they're not. Maybe they are. I don't know. But the original ones are made in Ecuador. Ecuador hats. in this little town called Monte Cristi, which is kind of an interesting little town that has not much except people making Panama hats. Huh. Um, and they're fantastic. They're great. They're awesome. However, do you think there's a Doors cover band in Ecuador called the Ecuadors? <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> do you think that like, why did it become Panama hats? I wonder. Panama Jack. You think? Or do you think it was like a Panama Canal thing? I bet. Yeah, I bet it's all tied together. It just seems like a Monte Cristi hat. That that would that would work. Like Ecuador hat doesn't have the right ring, but mm-hmm. Monte Cristi hat. Like I can see that. Got a couple. And they were foldy kind, right? So you can transport them by folding them Dope. up and putting them in these long boxes that are very lightweight. And that way you're not transporting this, like, giant-ass hat all over the fucking country giant looking like a super tourist. You're transporting so, one giant-ass hat. <laughs> gotcha, color. It's all wrinkled and all sorts of fun. Which, you know, okay, sure. It's been folded up, put in this box for a while. I don't wear the hat, and that looks like a total schlub. Right. And uh, I'm just wondering, you got this hat. It's made of, a, I don't know, some sort of straw, and it's hand-woven. Right. Very nice looking. However, you know, since being folded up, it's got uh, some, some various bends, <laughs> some strange folds, curves, ridges, all that kind of shit. And I want to know... What y'all think is the best way to get it back to its, you know, natural hat state? It's natural hat potential. So I'm tossing around a few ideas, you know. Do I take it into a hat person, a hatier, or what have you? <laughs> um, possibly a haberdasher. I'm sure they deal with hats. Um, have it steamed, you know, brought back into a uh, full form? Do I just do it myself? Do I wear it in the bathroom and turn all the hot water on and close the door for like an hour and just sit there and maybe read? That sounds great. Um, what do I do? Do I just walk around in the rain and hope for the best? Or do I leave it out? Or do I just say F it and uh, keep it in its shabby way and be like some sort of like crazy drunk rum diary sort of Hunter S. Thompson guy wandering around in the wet rain full of warm brandy? like that warm rum 
Um, at any rate, yeah, I'd like to know what you guys think is the best way to get a foldable Panama hat back to its natural head state. Thank you. Adios. Dude, this caller literally ran through every possible option I could think of. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, my first instinct, I would have to see it. That's one. You know what I mean? It's a fucked up hat, man. But, like, hats can be dope when they're fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, uh, you don't fucking... You don't fucking steam a linen suit, right? Because it's like, you wear a linen suit in a fucking coastal, casual environment, right? It's like a tropical deal. Like you're at a fucking tropical wedding, you're wearing a linen suit, the shit's rumpled and wrinkled, and that's fucking part of the deal. You know what I mean? You don't tug on Superman's game. I'm just saying, like, there's times where being a little rumpled and being a little disheveled is not only, like, permissible, but actually the way you're supposed to do it you know what i mean and when you have a straw hat like don't worry about it too much yeah it's fucking chill out <laughs> you're not gonna be at the formal straw hat place right that's 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 one it's like kind of a casual deal anyway mm-hmm. but you know panama hats are like crispy too people wear them in such a way that it are not rumpled so i mean the next thing i would tell you is to go have it boxed and steamed at a at a hat place at a milliner or whatever um so that's usually but then it's like why were they why would they tell you to fold it if it wasn't supposed to be folded you know you know, fuck you done out of ecuador what do they care what you're gonna do <laughs> don't let the ecuador hit you on the way out <laughs> like door hit the equa ass <laughs> let the ecuador hit where the equa god split you i feel edgy lately so on edge yeah not yeah. like your material's edgy you know how I feel like it's like, like you're really out there pushing buttons. No, I feel like when you uh, when you're adjusting the sharpness of an image, mm. I feel like my sharpness slider is slid all the way to the right. Mm. You got sharp edges. Yeah, the edge. I'm living on the edge. You can't stop from falling. I can't help myself from falling. I can't help myself at all. Did you see that fucking Super Bowl commercial with Steven Tyler? No. Steven Tyler's a monster person. There's a meme going around. Oh. Uh, that it could be footage from anything. The one I saw today that made me laugh was uh, a scene from one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. <laughs> where Gandalf the Grey comes back as Gandalf the White. Okay. And he's talking to them about how he's back. And conversation back and forth and what it means that he's changed and he says i'm here to help turn the tide then it cuts to the tide commercial says yep it's a tide commercial uh, and it, it really you got me like i was, it was like <laughs> I, I love it when it works <laughs> maybe it's because i watch too much badminton but i always wanted you to be watch like, too much badminton yeah that's exactly what i was where do you watch mad men <laughs> I really want it to be mostly one person coming up with an idea for a thing. Oh, right, right, right. I really want that Tide guy to be like fist pumping, like, I nailed it. You came up with that idea. You, 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 yeah. Tide needed a fucking hit. 
after and everybody they didn't even eats play into Tide it. Pods. Yeah, like they could have made a joke about that. Why didn't they? Because that's low ball, though. Yeah, that's what I would. Much gone. like Tide, I want to take us high ball. Oh. Can I, can I, t can I, can I, can I tell you, jam? can I tell you about a thing that happened? Sure. Um, there's this dude, <clears throat> his name is Nick Catchdubs, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, is one of the two owners of Fool's Gold Records. Um, he used to be like a writer, a contributor to The Fader. Like, he's like, long time, for a long time has been a, a, a dude that I've really admired. He's like a DJ and producer guy. Um, and the other day, I, I this like legit happened. There, he he made this mixtape a long time ago called "The Wizard of Is" with this dude, with this rapper dude called Izakiza, right? Which is maybe the best rap name ever. Um, and I like legit woke up thinking this, so I woke up and tweeted it from the Telefriends account, and I was like, woke up this morning wondering if Nick Catchdubs ever like talk, if they still talk to Izakiza, like if they still hang out, you know? And he tweeted right back, and he was like. No, I haven't talked to him lately, but he's a rad dude, very ahead of its time, like, um, totally, totally still dope. And it just got me thinking that, like, I've been a fan of Nick Catchdubs for, like, 15 years, maybe 20, and I've never sent him an email or tweeted at him or, like, acknowledged him in any way that he didn't immediately, like, respond to and reciprocate, you know? That's a pretty good way to be. I know. It's fucking dope. I'm like... I'm a Catch Dubs fan for life. Like, he used to have this blog called CatchDubs.com, and he still has CatchDubs.com, but it's not a blog anymore, where you just, like, talk about the beats he was making and the fast food he was eating, and it was, like, my favorite <laughs> shit on the internet. I, I don't know, man. I was just like, it's fucking awesome when you're fucking, the people you admire aren't assholes. Yeah. They're not unreachable, and they're not unreasonable, and they're just sort of being like, oh. yeah, they could be unreachable. I don't mind that. I don't mind it either, but I'm saying, but like... It's, not, it's nice to know when they're not... Yeah, it's dope when you can be like, yo, you remember this rad thing? <laughs> and they're yeah. like, yeah, I do. This is, uh, it's going down, um, featuring Lil Wayne and Birdman by Is a Kid off The Wizard of Is that came out in like 2006. And I was like, man, this shit is still Knox. Like, if it came out now, you'd be like, yo, Is a Kid. Y'all know, y'all know. Is a Kid. Yeah. Weezy, don't forget the elf in the Birdman himself. Yeah. Oh, the Birdman himself. This is back when like Lil Wayne was on everything, dude. I don't know. This is like an amazing era of music. Anyway, it's a kizza going down. 
That was it. Lil Wayne is still making Ruben Stutter jokes like in 2018. I love that he's. Are they all just like he's fat? <laughs> is that like it? He came in sec. It's a he's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically. He's updated this big people joke. Yep. He does. <laughs> uh, yeah. How's, how's it? Sorry, man. How's it going? How's it going, Casey? That's weird. Yeah? It's going okay. What? Okay. I'm sorry. I've been... It's been a weird fucking week, man. I'm like an intense mouth pain. I get that. (laughs) Uh, Actually, you know what? That makes me think. uh, I wonder if you can eat hash browns. Play call number five. Hey, Casey. Hey, Bo. Hey. What are you guys doing? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm sitting in a Waffle House with Missy and Mindy. We're all slightly hungover. Dope. Craft beer's a bitch, man. Um, <laughs> Collective shrug. What's something called a pineapple bomb? I highly, highly recommend. I don't know what's in it, but it is delicious. I'm gonna pineapple. Go <laughs> Christ, no wonder we don't drink. No fun. Uh, anyway. So I've got a conversational prompt for you guys, just a question, you know, and it'll let your listeners find out a lot about you, I think, to what your answer is. Ooh. Uh, what, what, how do you like your Waffle House hash browns? Are you guys just, you know, are you pretty simple smothered, you know, smothered covered, like, are you smothered covered tap? <laughs> what, what combination do you like? Can you go all the way? Because all the way, it's fucking no. delicious with chili and gravy, son. Don't tell me. Go stop recording and go eat right now. I don't want to spend Thank the rest of the day shitting myself. Yeah. All the way. Um, was, I love about a spicy potato soup at that point. Uh, the answer is scattered, smothered, covered, and chopped. Done. Or just fucking crispy with ketchup. <laughs> like, is that like an you don't fuck with the toppings? No, man, I don't eat that shit. That's what, oh, uh, I'm going to have my taters. I just want my taters. Scattered, smothered, covered, and chunked is the way, man. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I like. Okay, eat, hold on a second. Scattered. Yeah, scattered on the grill, not in the ring. Okay. Smothered with onions, chunked ham, covered with cheese. P.S. No. Yeah, dude, it's so good. That's what that's what my crispy taters. You just want crispy tots. You just yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. Chili and gravy though. It seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. That seems like two very heavy sauces, <laughs> like competing for yeah. mouth space. And that, that that seems like one of those things that is probably only good for 20 seconds after it's been put together. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you get a couple minutes in, like, if you don't eat it first on your plate, you might as well not, you're never going to get in it. When's the last time you were at a Waffle House? Oh, it's been a minute. Yeah, man, me too. So, uh, I once went to a Waffle House with some friends on a road trip and right. my wife. And we were, like, just looking for anywhere to yeah. eat, so we stopped going to this Waffle House. We go in and, like... Smells a little funky. Like we sit down and like the glass of water's dirty. The waitress keeps ignoring us. Nah, I'm out. And then my friend points over at the wall and they've got their like F. It's a fucking F. Is it really? No, it was a D. How do you stay in business? I don't think That's, you can th- stay in business. And there was a bunch of people in there. Gross, dude. Uh, we're like, we got. I can't eat it a D. No. <laughs> like we gotta get out of here. <laughs> I can't eat it a D, dude. Yeah. No. That's fucking gross, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And I think that was a Waffle House. Dude. Ugh. I, I've i eaten at Waffle Houses a lot in my life, but I haven't 
eaten at Waffle Houses since I quit smoking and you stop being able to smoke in them? Yeah. Like part of the whole thing, I think. Is yeah, like a like, shitty diner that was like a good combination. Was. Yeah. I used to eat there every day, though. Like, those are a lot. That's rough. It was weird. Well, I mean, you know, you're up late because you're fucking 19 or you're because you're a bartender or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just there. Shit pops off at the, yo. It definitely pops off if you can find that gravy and that chili. Ugh. Can you imagine chasing a pineapple bomb with <laughs> some fucking hash browns with a jalapenos, chili, and gravy? Like, fucking, this dude has been well, there all had, day I've on the toilet. I've had five gritty beers <laughs> stick on a pineapple bomb. Ugh. And this is how I'm going to fix myself. God damn. He was, he was calling from the wine to the toilet. Yeah, he's probably calling from the toilet. <laughs> Ugh. Uh. But, I mean, do your thing, man. Far be it from me. Speaking of some questions. <laughs> Could I be more judgmental about somebody's deal and then try to fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, um, you really washed it all away really with three back. minutes of. You fucking animal. You shitting beast. You dirty, shitting, gruel eating beast. Nah, man, it's cool. Do your thing, homie. Whatever makes you happy. Uh, our last call is another food related. Oh, good. From our reporter in the field. Good. Uh, call number three. Hello, friends. What's up? It's your boy in the field Fuck. with another Taco yes. Bell report. This okay, so I was so just at the happy. Taco Bell, and I saw that they had this the new nacho fries. Now, this is crazy for Taco Bell. Adding, like, a hamburger restaurant item in on the menu, that is nuts. Because, you know, think outside the bun. What, what do you equate, you know, burgers and fries? Maybe a Coke, but whatever. Taco Bell is a, is a, a PepsiCo thing. Anyway, so fries at Taco Bell. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so first of all, they're coated in like a seasoning that is like somewhat Doritos-y, kind of nacho-y. Um, they weren't as crispy as I would hope. They were a little, not soggy, I would say, but they were like soft. They were softer than, you want something like that? Like I think of like um like like seasoned like curlies, you know, curly fries, like, like crispy, they got that outside crunch. You didn't really have that. However, I will say that the outside coating was pretty good, and they're served with a little uh, a thing of nacho cheese, which, frankly, you could dip a shoe in and would taste fine. <laughs> what do I rate these? Guys, i got to give it a 3 out of 5. It wasn't really spectacular. I got it in the box. It was a box with a $5 box, nacho fries, cheesy gordita crunch, and, like, a hard taco. Uh, I will say, though... This is making me so fucking hungry. <laughs> I got on sweatpants, dog. Let's go to Luby's. That I like it better than the hard taco. What huh. I would say, the nacho fries. I think the the niche that they hold in Taco Bell is, if you can replace a hard taco in a meal with the fries, I would say that's a go. Because the hard tacos. I mean, come on. I, I personally not a huge fan. Hard tacos the last thing I eat, and by the time I eat it, it's soggy. The fucking the, the shell's falling off. You take one bite of it, there's fucking shredded lettuce all over your grundle. It's <laughs> awful. I can't stand it. But those fries, take a couple, munch them here and there, got nacho cheese, essentially getting free nacho cheese with them, I'll do that any day of the week. Also, I hate the shredded lettuce inside the hard tacos. Shredded lettuce is fucking culinary sawdust. I can't stand <laughs> I am so happy lettuce. you're saying this. And that's kind of why, I, I, you know, hard tacos would be two out of five, uh, nachos, nacho fries, three out of five. I love you. Yo. Yo. 
I love you too. <laughs> Me and this dude are on the same fucking page. I've been saying this shit for years. You will love a hard taco if you tell him to hold the lettuce because the thing about the lettuce is it goes fucking seasoned beef, lettuce, cheese, and like tomatoes if you get the supreme or whatever. It's keeping but the cheese. It's keeping the cheese from the meat. Like you get the melty cheese if you tell him to hold the lettuce. And like I've said this for fucking years. Lettuce is not a conductor of flavor. It's an insulator between flavors, keeping shit separated that, should, that ought not be separated. Hold the lettuce, dog. It's Seen lechuga across the board. It's culinary sawdust. It's culinary bullshit, and I hate it. <laughs> like, I yeah. fuck with, like, a romantic... Like, yo, if you got, like, a lettuce-ass lettuce... I'd wear a shirt that said shredded lettuce is culinary sawdust. <laughs> in a second. I would, too. Yo, uh, I do still need to know <clears throat> what... You know, I need to know what these numbers mean, ultimately. I thought three was pretty high for those fucking... You had them, too. Maybe a two. Maybe a two. No, no bueno. Oof. But it's like I I think I said last week. It's like they may be in the five for the guy behind me. Right. Maybe I got the last batch. It's the same as McDonald's. You, you, you get the fucking shitty fries. You know the next fucking person yeah. you get fries is getting bomb ass fries. It's <sighs> hot and ready's. God damn, I love french fries. Um, Do you think that maybe that like they will... They will get better at fries nah man they gotta keep moving it'll be gone in an instant fuck and I don't want to tell this caller where to get off he's clearly an expert you can just get nacho cheese man they'll fucking they'll let that happen you just buy it can you get like a small and like just I think you can just be like give me some nacho cheese and they'll be like I don't know 16 cents and you'll be like okay (laughs) we've got 25 25 gallon buckets of this in the back did you ever live? Did you ever live in a place that had a Del Taco? No. So Del Taco. I'm from West Virginia. We don't tacos aren't. So like Del Taco used to be kind of this like it's not this anymore. It's like kind of a West Coast thing now. But it used to be kind of this like sort of upscaley version of Taco Bell. Ooh la fuck. <laughs> like because you could get a dosa quiche there or whatever. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But they used to have a thing on the menu called a Taco Burger, which was. You gotta combine them. Because it was just a fucking seasoned beef, tomatoes, cheese, and shredded lettuce on a bun. It was delicious. I don't know, man. And they had fries. I like to keep my worlds apart. Yeah, yeah, you do. Can we get some food? I'm starving. Yeah, we'll see. Alright. Um, been Telefriends. <laughs> this has been a weird episode of Telefriends. Yeah, man. We had a whole weird middle thing happen in there. What was, what was my problem? It's I feel like it's all my fault. That's what I'm going to say. This one was your fault. Yeah. I'm really trying to get it back, dude. I realize that I'm the laugh track of this show, and like I'm <laughs> fucking fucking up. I'm just like, it's been hard. You're fine. This has been Telefriends. Thank you for calling Telefriends. Thank you for listening to Telefriends. Thank you. Yo, you know what I saw the other day? for the use of the song. Supposed to do. Off the album. Do what you love. What did you see? That. I Something like 11 or 12 people had positively reviewed our show on iTunes. I know, right? Crazy. That's fucking awesome. Thank you, everybody who did that. And if y'all, if you, if you haven't done that you want to, holler. That would be dope. I don't know what it does. It makes <laughs> like, it honestly. more visible or some shit. I yeah, I mean, that would be cool. Um, we're trying out some bed music for this episode. Oh, are we doing it this episode, huh? I mean, might as well get it started. Okay. Uh, we, we sent out the call. It's people to make some bed music. This this bed music is, is provided by uh, by by producer uh, Future Kitsune. He's a badass. Where um, do you find his shit? 
What's the best way to find him? On Future SoundCloud, Kitsune. he's on. He's at there Future Kitsune. Kitsune is Fox in French, I think. Yeah. Um, sure. We've played this shit on the show before. It's fucking awesome. Uh, thank you so much for making that for us. Come back next week for 67. See you in the toilet. That's what I say. I promised a jam that would get you on your feet. Impossible. This is Topaz Jones with Toothache. Once you're down already, ain't no place to go. Second down already, I got place to go. Lost control of the crews like Katie Holmes. Y'all should know not to play with Jones. Worldwide, they appreciate the flow. Got a couple chase, I just save it though. I'm no accountant, I can count like Basie though. I'm looking around like where my 40 acres go. I bet I burned out about an eighth ago. She say you better stay away if you pay below. It's a birthday, she looking for the cake to blow. Yeah.